Save the Semantics, episode 245. It is February 9th, 2024. My name is Myra. This is the podcast where I ramble on for a bit about some shit. Uh, I am recording this on my birthday. Uh, because I wanted to. <laughs> I haven't found the uh, time to put out anything in a long in a long while. Um, so yeah, I kind of I kind of wanted to just uh, hop on and uh, give a give a kind of a quick you know quick catch up on things. Um, this is probably going to be a short one. I might uh, I'm going to try to record something like a second half of this over the weekend because I think I'll have some additional things that I want to talk about, uh, later on, uh, but for this, for today, uh, I'm going to keep, probably try to keep it brief, um, but there are some things that I wanted to talk about, uh, quite a bit to catch up on, um, let's talk NBA trade deadline, because that just recently passed, uh, yesterday, um, Let's just kind of briefly go over that. Pretty uneventful across the board. Uh, on the Warriors side of things, the only thing that they did was trade Corey Joseph, which I don't have any qualms with. Uh, but no significant moves, no significant, no significant roster changes. Um, that honestly all happened pretty well before the trade deadline. You know, inclu- you know, most notably like the OG and an OB trade. Uh, and then the Siakam trade, of course. Uh, so those are kind of already off the table. Um, and uh, yesterday, really, the only thing that kind of was like what I feel was the most significant was just the Knicks getting better. Uh, they got uh, Boyan Bogdan- Bogdanovich and uh, Alex Burks uh, from the Pistons, um, just continuing to... Uh, ramp up their roster and you know the strengths of their roster and that sort of thing so um good for them um a lot of people are kind of putting the knicks high on their list of teams that could be competitors in the postseason so that's something to kind of look forward to they do have a pretty well-rounded roster i feel like they're probably one of the strongest rosters on the team uh maybe outside of like the celtics i guess but knicks i think arguably have more depth you know maybe they don't have this um maybe they're not as top heavy but they 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 still have um they have a very strong team just overall so um i think they can be they pose quite a bit of a threat in the east um following their their moves so um it'll be interesting to see how, how that kind of pans out um yeah other than that it, it's been really small changes here and there um small roster moves but no stars DeJounte Murray didn't get traded nobody from the Bulls got traded which I know has been pretty heavily scrutinized by (laughs) some Bulls fans which I I I completely understand right just continuing to stay at the in the middle of the road like they have performed well uh in the last few weeks but I, I you know obviously just considering everything, it seems like they are very directionless. Um, they are not focusing on building younger talent, uh, but instead just continue, continuing to re- retain uh, their current team and be 
middle of the road for like the fourth year <laughs> in a row, right? Um, just continuing to stay mid. Sort of reminds me of what the uh, Wizards were doing before they blew it up last year uh, with Beal and like John Wall, that kind of that era. Uh, Paul Pierce was, you know, there for like a year or two um, where they were like just continuing to be in the playoffs, like in the eighth seed. I think the highest they got were like the seventh, sixth or seventh seed, I believe. But they they were never, uh, they they never really had a chance to compete, you know, further than that. So um, that 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 kind of direction reminds me, you know, the the directionless. I mean, I guess you could argue that the direction is to stay (laughs) just so you know, so close to the middle that people will still come watch you because there's like, oh, maybe there's a potential they can make a run, but it's like, I just you know, what's really the likelihood of that if they do make up. If they do end up getting into the playoffs, it's like, okay, they'll either get, you know, swept or, you know, maybe a little squeak out one game against, like, the Celtics or, like, the Bucks or whatever or, you know, the Knicks uh, or the Cavs. All of those teams are significantly better <laughs> than the Bulls, right? So I, I, I think it's difficult to see that. Um, but, hey, man, if they get into the playoffs, it's like, oh, you got more more excitement in a sense right but it's just not there's not there's no real strong foundation to build off of right so um yeah we'll see i don't know (laughs) it's uh kind of a weird place to be talking about the warriors a little bit um again no real changes um i think obviously there was a lot of talk with in regards to like Wiggins or potentially even Clay getting traded. Uh, none of that happened. Um, so we are simply going to move forward with what we have. Um, same roster pretty much um, as last year in, in, in a very you know similar sense. Um, they did pull off a win against the Pacers yesterday with a very strong win. Um, they also have had a very nice road uh Road trip, I think they went 4-1, right? I haven't really been uh, super, you know, on top of watching games recently. I watched, like, the second half of the Pacers game yesterday. Um, but, you know, that's, like, good news. Um, I think I think really the, the goal at this point is to somehow kind of get into the playoffs as a lower seed, compete most likely through the play-in, um, and kind of eke into that. Um because like I think you know once you can you can very much argue that once we get into the playoffs like teams will be teams will not want to match up with the Warriors I, like that's just kind of the case um, like I don't think any of the top aside from probably like Denver you know I don't think I don't think teams like Minnesota or Oklahoma City despite how you know how much they've killed us during the regular season, I still don't think those teams would want to face the Warriors in seven-game playoff series, man. Kind of a similar situation to the Kings last year, right? Um, so there's always a potential there. I still don't envision like a long, you know, uh, you know, a long playoff run for this team, but they could still make it potentially competitive. You know what I mean? I still... You know, it, 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 there is a potential for there to be somewhat of a turnaround in this sort of, 
you know, quote unquote, second half of the season following the all-star break. But, uh, I don't know. It's, it's, I'm cautiously optimistic. Um, just based off the play, you know, from recently, their, their recent wins, but you know, I, I, I'm still kind of cautious about, uh, their trajectory. Um, so yeah, that's kind of the catch up on basketball stuff. There, there is quite a, if I really want to dig into the details of trades and teams and all that shit, I could, but I, I, I don't really want to right now. Um, we'll keep it, uh, we'll kind of keep that brief. Um, so next week, it has been kind of heavily rumored that there will be a Switch or, you know, a Nintendo Direct coming up. Um, there's been continuing, the rumor mill continues to churn out stuff regarding, you know, the Switch 2, uh, the potential that it might be, uh, releasing in March, uh, that sort of thing. That's pretty exciting stuff right there. Um, we'll see what kind of, uh, we'll see what the direct is going to be like. Cause like, I think it's almost like, you know, it's almost like a given at this point. And like looking at the track record from the last few years, it's very, uh, I think it's, it's like comfortable to guess that there will be one right now, sort of like beginning of February. Cause that's been, you know, consistent, um, you know, about two years ago, uh, Xenoblade 3 was released on my birthday, one of, <laughs> very, very fond memory of that, um, so maybe something similar will kind of pop up, you know, come on, uh, as sort of like a, uh, belated <laughs> gift for me in terms of, you know, an unexpected, uh, an unexpected release or announcement, that would be kind of fun to see, um, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not gonna hold my breath or anything, but it would be cool, um, what else? Uh, that's kind of a lot. That's kind of like you know some of the new stuff that I wanted to catch up on. The Super Bowl is this weekend. Um, I'm going to be kind of busy this weekend, so I don't know if I'm going to be able to record anything. I'm going to shoot for maybe Monday. Honestly, I'm leaning towards Monday to record something just because uh, uh, I think that would also kind of give me a little more time to reflect on some stuff. You know. Maybe I want to talk about Super Bowl and shit. You know, that, that could be something. Um, so maybe uh, I'll save kind of the second half of t- this, you know, kind of week's episode for 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 then. Um, for my birthday, um, I kind of got myself a couple of things. Uh, I got myself Baten Kaitos 1 and 2, the remaster for the Switch. And then I also got Final Fantasy X and X2 remastered for the Switch. Uh, both of those were on sale. I was able to use some of my points that I kind of stored up, and uh, I was able to get them for both of those games for like a good deal. So um, I'm thinking after I beat Disco Elysium, it's possible I might take a break or something, but I, I'm I'm very keen into diving into Baten Kaitos first, um, just because I, I, that's kind of been, you know, catching my attention a lot more. I've been thinking about, you know, getting into that game, uh, excited to check out, you know, Monolith Soft's earlier titles. Um, I feel, I feel, I, I have a good feeling 
you know, just based on listening to like the music and just kind of the uh, the critical acclaim that it's received, I'm I'm very excited to to get into it. Um, I also uh, I'm also very intrigued with like the battle system of the game, uh, which involves like you know it's like cards. Um, you know, it's like a turn-based combat system using like cards, um, and I I, I kind of like that. I actually I feel I like that quite a bit um, because you know recently in the last couple of years um, I've been you know I've talked about Slate the Spire quite a lot. Um, that's become one of my favorite games, and, and then more recently I played Monster Train, which has been a really fun uh, card game. Not quite to the same level as Slay the Spire, but still pretty fun nonetheless. So uh, I'm interested in seeing kind of how the game handles combat with like cards and dealing cards and that sort of thing. So that that could be fun. Um, Because I don't think I've really, um, outside of like the two, you know, essential like roguelike games, uh, I haven't really experienced it with a more traditional RPG, JRPG, so it'll be kind of uh, interesting to see how they handle that. Um, so yeah, that's that's exciting. And then of course Final Fantasy X. Um, I have... Uh, I've played the very first section of the game a long time ago on the PS2, um, but I've never continued forward from that point. So uh, this will be kind of... This will really be my first time playing the game with a really concentrated effort in, in, on, on making progress and that sort of thing. So um, I'm very, uh, of course, I'm looking forward to it. I've, you know, I've heard great things about Final Fantasy X, um, it being one of, you know, some people's favorite game in this you know, whole series. Uh, so uh, I'm very intrigued and uh, interested to, to dive into that. Because, you know, I, I, I've heard many things about the game and, I I I have I have a vague idea of kind of what it is, but I, I really don't know a whole lot else. Um, I know, of course, like Titus and Yuna and you know some of the characters, but I I, I don't know the story that all that well. Um, I I still you know I only played like an hour of it a very long time ago, and I was very confused <laughs> in terms of what I, what the hell was happening. Uh, so um, when I pick it up, I think uh, it'll be exciting to. <laughs> diving to dive into it and uh see what it's all about um i want to talk more disco elysium i have a lot of thoughts on the game um but i just uh i want to spend more time kind of delving into into that um because uh yeah i have a lot of thoughts um and it is a very interesting game uh that i would like to discuss so i'm gonna save my thoughts i'm gonna save some more commentary on that um i'm probably gonna have more things to talk about uh, after this weekend, so, uh, stay tuned for that. Alright, it is now February 12th, 2024, recording this on a Monday, um, catching up on some things from this weekend, um, had a lot of stuff going on, uh, it was nice, I, I, I had a really good weekend, overall, um, I had sort of like a belated kind of birthday gift to myself uh where i went to um went to a concert i went to see mick jenkins uh first time um and it was a good time and uh i was able to i was happy that i was able to catch it um 
I felt sort of like almost late uh, in terms of recognizing that he was going to be coming in my area. Um, and I was like, oh shit, I gotta grab those tickets, man. I was like on it, um, kind of immediately bought them when I found out that he was on tour. So, um, happy that it kind of worked out there. Uh, Super Bowl was yesterday. The Niners ended up losing, uh, but it was still a really fun game. Um, I had a nice time, went over to a friend's place, uh, had a little get together party there. So uh, that was good. It was nice. Overall, uh, a really, a really solid weekend. Um, this morning, I, I woke up. Uh, this morning, in general, I just sort of was like, <laughs> I was not, I was not in it, man. Um, I don't know what it was. It was, it was the most stereotypical Monday kind of <laughs> attitude that I've had uh, for a minute, and it was just like it was really annoying. Um, it was just one of those instances where I've, I felt like I slept okay, but I also just was not in, uh, I was just not in great spirits to start off this week, uh, because, uh, you know, I was coming off a, just sort of like a, you know, kind of a, sort of a mini kind of birthday weekend of sorts. So I, I was not looking forward to coming back, but, um, I feel better now. I feel a little better now. I just got to kind of get over that feeling, <laughs> I guess, um, but yeah, today, um, today, this, uh, kind of this week, um, I guess I want to try to remedy starting off on the wrong foot, you know, uh, cause overall, like I'm, I'm in a, I'm doing okay, you know, with work stuff and everything. So uh, I feel like I shouldn't be super down on myself. Uh, I feel like I'm in a decent position in terms of everything. So I, uh, yeah, I think I can just kind of, uh, you know, one, just sort of continue to get good sleep and everything and not. Uh, uh, I guess not oversleep because I did. I think I did oversleep a little bit too. It's it's either if I oversleep or if I undersleep, I tend to be in like a bad attitude. I've talked about this plenty of times. Um, I think it is more often than not that I find myself oversleeping. Uh, like when I undersleep, I, I I honestly feel less tired than I do. Like if I slept like nine hours or ten hours as opposed to like six hours, which is kind of weird. Um, a little frustrating, but it is what it is. It's like you, you would think that getting more sleep would be more like technically more beneficial, but no, that's not usually, it's not usually the case. So, um, yeah, that's kind of that, uh, this upcoming week, we got all-star weekend coming up. Um, I, uh, you know, I, I, I've talked about this before. I talked about this last year. I haven't really been super, invested in all-star weekend since maybe i was a kid you know i think a lot of the festivities surrounding kind of this period of time is uh, is it, it feels more geared towards kids and and that sort of thing and i got a lot of enjoyment out of it when you know i, I was younger watching pretty much every every single day but um I, you know i i'm not as i i just don't care so much for the events anymore um, I'll just check up on the highlights cause, cause they're a whole, it's just like a whole one day thing. And I remember I used to watch it just like all the way through, um, like all the way from beginning to end, like starting from like Friday when they did like the rising stars or like, or, you know, it used to be like rookies versus sophomores and that's that sort of thing. Um, but you know, I, I just don't have the <laughs> patience or a time for it anymore. So, uh, I'll check up on highlights 
maybe I'll tune in for the All-Star game. I, don't, I mean, I don't know. I never really, I haven't watched the All-Star game really honestly that that much uh in in a, in a long time just because the quality of the game is not really like who really watches it you know <laughs> um so that's that um what else what other news i think there is sort of this sense and i think yeah like post all-star break i feel there is going to be kind of this ramp up towards the postseason towards the playoffs um, and that's pretty exciting. Um, there definitely feels there's kind of a little bit of pressure building up in terms of determining seating and, and getting into uh, playoff position and whatnot. Um, in terms of like the Warriors, the Warriors have been doing really well. Uh, I touched upon this on Friday when I recorded, uh, and I was able to catch uh, the game they had uh, against the Suns on Saturday. Uh, where Curry hit a game worth game winning three, which was awesome. Um, I'm I'm really happy I was able to catch the tail end of that game. It was a really good game. Um, so momentum is in their favor um, with kind of the re uh, reemergence of Draymond back into the lineup. I think that definitely helps a lot. Um, I think it seems that we've sort of ironed out some of the kinks that we might have had um i mean it's been a nice like six game stretch so it's not you know <laughs> it maybe it's not definitive but it, hoping that this is like a sign of you know kind of a turnaround and um the ability to get into a much more to secure like an actual playoff position as opposed to a play-in position i still think that just based on how strong the west is i think it's more likely that they would get into a play-in position more likely like the nine and ten seed uh because you know one through eight is already i mean one through four is sort of you know kind of it's it start there's starting to be a separation between like the fourth and fifth seed where it's like right now i think it's like what timberwolves thunder Nuggets and Clippers, I think, right? That are the top four. Like, it seems like there's, like, a pretty good... There's, like, a five-game break in between four and five. So, uh, unless one of the other teams below that, like the Suns or, like, the Pelicans or uh, Mavericks or who else is in that group, one of those teams suddenly goes on some crazy 10-game run. It's a little hard for me to see them catching up to those top four seeds, but anything is possible, right? There's still plenty of the games left in the season. Um, but that's kind of the, there, there, there's a bit of a, that separation right now. So what's kind of remaining from five through eight, five through 10 rather, um, is a bit more kind of up in the air. So I think that leaves for more, um, you know, potential for, you know, teams to kind of move around and stuff like any game, can move you from like fifth to eighth <laughs> seed like just one loss can really uh hinder uh your positioning and i think that's really key so it's going to be very interesting seeing how um how the rest of the season goes um i'm excited to kind of see that so like regardless you know of course i would want to see my warriors be in playoff contention uh again but um, I still think that there's a lot of uh, exciting things that are kind of going on, at least in the Western Conference side of things. In the East, it's a, it's a, it's a bit more 
Um, I feel like it's a, maybe a bit more solidified in terms of playoff seating and whatnot. Like the top, you know, Boston's obviously is is kind of the clear favorite right now. Um, but then there's like three through like four uh, where it's like not exactly fully established yet. And then the kind of the remaining teams, it's a bit more, there's, there's a bit more clear lines drawn in the Eastern conference this year. Um, and uh, as opposed to the Western conference too. So I think that, um, it's a little easier to sort of like determine which teams are going to be where, um, in, you know, for, for play playoff slash play in positioning. Um, so yeah, that's kind of it on the basketball side of things on sort of the sports side of things um i've been uh yeah it's it's just been it's been a good weekend um i've also been able to catch up and make a lot of progress on disco elysium i mentioned that i kind of wanted to talk more uh in depth about that game um i'm i feel i'm nearing the end of the game um I don't know how much more time is like necessarily left to go, but um, I think it's possible that I might be able to beat it tonight or potentially, you know, within the next, you know, this week for sure. Uh, but I, maybe tonight or tomorrow, who knows if I really kind of uh, stick to like the main story and whatnot, I think it's possible that I, I, I might be able to beat it. Um, I have a lot of thoughts on the game i think it's it's very it's very difficult to comment on stuff like you know sort of the the politics and the the, the sort of the societal aspects of the game that the game you know is like commenting on because it's it's very it's very descriptive um it goes into a lot of detail and a lot of the stuff that you know it it, it that's being you know talked about i think a lot of that is going over my head to be completely honest um i'm sure that if i maybe like studied some things if i studied um you know history a little bit more in depth or if i had a bit more of a knowledge on just kind of general um you know i don't know some concepts of like philosophy and whatnot i think there's a lot to really derive from that and i'm sure that someone who is much more educated on those kinds of things can probably pinpoint to references that are made throughout the game that directly reference like real world like earth history you know what i mean human history um and so there is kind of that there's there's this game is far deeper than kind of the surface level observations that i'm giving it for um because I, I I just I just don't I lack the the depth of information to be able to talk about a lot of the things that are brought up in this game. Um, of course, like it, it very much touches on concepts of like capitalism and like communism and whatnot, and how you know how those ideas uh, sort of prevail throughout you know society and whatnot and how these kinds of um concepts are flawed and how they affect people um just existing in the in this world and how you you know how you argue that how it affects people existing in the real world and whatnot so i think that 
you know, you, I, I have like a general, you know, again, surface level understanding of what, you know, the game is sort of critiquing and whatnot. And, you know, the, 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 the ideas that's kind of bringing forth, I just don't have the, uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't think I have enough to go in depth with those concepts with this game. Um, what I do want to kind of talk about, I think are a bit more related to the individual, like the, the characters in this game, how they survive in this world and how they sort of cope dealing with this very fractured and very unstable world um i think these are things that i would like to maybe talk about a little bit more because i have a better sense you know of of you know what the game is trying to say in regards to the characters and whatnot um with the main character in particular um I think it's very interesting. I, 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 before we get into that, actually, I, it's really funny. I was, uh, and I'm, I forgot if I brought this up before, but I was talking to like a coworker. We were just talking about like games, you know, games that we were playing and stuff. And I mentioned that I was playing this game, Disco Elysium, and he asked me what kind of game this was, and I, I explained. <laughs> I explained that this was sort of a. I was like, yeah, you know, this game is like a single-player game. It's like kind of similar to Baldur's Gate. <laughs> and to be fair, there are elements of this game that are very much, you know, dice rolling. You know, you you essentially roll for initiative and that kind of thing. Like, there are, there is that element in play with this game. But I, it's it is just a little disingenuous to maybe uh, compare it to Baldur's Gate. I think like maybe like stylistically because of like the isometric view, maybe you could argue that a little bit. But it, these are just two completely different games. Um, other than just the element of like randomness and the the kind of that aspect of character building at the very beginning. But I, I would I'm 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 gonna argue that it's not super relevant to this particular story. Like other than those things, these are very very different games. So uh, yeah, don't expect coming into this game uh, for this to be like Baldur's Gate because these are not at all the same type of game. Um, in regards to kind of like main character, um, uh, you know, I mentioned that. Well, at the very beginning of the game, you are sort of able to quote unquote build this character out to have to allocate their stats in a particular way. Maybe you want to focus on strength, like physical strength and endurance, or you could focus more on kind of the, 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 the mental aspect of it or, you know, the mental characteristics of a character and, 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 uh, put your stack more towards that, or you could have more of like a balanced build, which I I sort of had. Um, ultimately, in, in regards to the main story itself, how you build out your character doesn't necessarily matter too much. Um, how you progress through the game, and how you know in terms of how much time you spend. 
uh, dealing with certain things, like say if you need to use your strength to like open up a door or whatever, um, there are certain roadblocks in place that you might need to find a different solution to get to that point. Uh, but, uh, I think, I think with, in regards to the main character and his relation to like the overall plot of the story, I don't think it really matters. I, the way I look at it with your main character, uh, the one you control, uh, I, I, I like to look at it in the sense that he already existed before you assigned stats to him he already had a role in this world you 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 come into the game at a point where he essentially loses his memories and so part of the mystery is that you're trying to regain his memories while solving uh this murder case kind of at the same time um but this person this character this main character who you control uh it's not you you yourself you can't necessarily put yourself into this character in the same way that you can't like say like Baldur's Gate, right? Baldur's Gate, you create your own character, right? That's what I'm, I'm, I, that's my understanding of it, right? Um, but in this game, no, you don't because this this character already existed in this world before you decided to kind of you know put yourself into their shoes. Um, so the decisions that they've made have already sort of built who they are as a person. You know what I mean? Um, they talk about sort of this, uh, there's a lot of elements of, you know, you kind of, dis- you know, your your character discovering who they are uh, through these conversations that they're having, picking up pieces of information about the world, um, it's like certain things, if they pick, pick up like a piece of like gum wrapper, it like reminds them of their past. Like the scent brings them back to, to a certain point in their life before. Um, and so when you slowly kind of uncover these details about this character, uh, you learn that they've, they're already a certain type of way. They're, they're already a person of their own. So regardless of the decisions that you make you can choose to kind of be like a jackass and like do stupid things like you know uh get drunk and get high and like you know try to solve cases in in that way um but that's a part of his character too already you know what i mean these are already things that he's done um you know there are parts of him that are like empathetic sure you could try to play the role of being an empathetic person um but these are all aspects of who this character are right so i imagine if you like try to do sort of like a hundred percent run if you want to call it that where you fully build out this character to their full stats like you're just you're just uncovering everything about this person right it's not like you're like it's not like you're building this character up you're just like you're just recovering things about them that you as the player didn't know so i think that's a very interesting approach that they took with this game um and i like that because it gives 
the character their own like agency like it's not someone who it's like like sure you have the choice like there are a lot of decisions that you can make but they are all in some way shape or form in line with how your character would act right um you could like you could potentially be like i want to play the role of someone who is uh you know who you, you want to be just like a good person you don't want to make bad decisions you don't want to like kill anybody or anything like that like you could try to do those things and technically you are uh you know you're sort of cosplaying as a good person but it is also something that this character has already kind of embodied and so you are essentially kind of like taking that aspect of that person and you know maybe making it more of a significant kind of characteristic essentially right you're sort of you're you're leaning more towards that side of that person as opposed to the more you know evil side if you if you know what i mean right um but that that other darker side of them is still a part of them you just didn't you just didn't like do the those things but this character already has done those things in the past so are you a really changed person or are you just kind of playing a role in a specific way right i think you know it it sounds a little cynical i do want to give a bit of a uh i guess uh you know I guess sort of like a you know devil's advocate in the sense where I, I I think I haven't reached the end of the game. I still I think there is this sort of lingering feeling that there is hope for change for this character. You know what I mean? Um, despite all of the mistakes that they've made, despite all of like the transgressions that they've made towards other people, especially. Um, there is still potential for change. And I think that's sort of where you come in as the player uh, to sort of kind of guide them in a certain way, right? Um, I think that there is still that avenue that you could take uh, when you, I guess, continue on with the story. So, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm interested in seeing how this kind of progresses. If you know i i I don't know if there are like multiple endings to this game i have no idea how how that's going to turn out um i imagine that they are because there are different decisions that you take and i think you have choices and you know that you make in regards to certain characters and how you treat them um that could have an effect on where this game ends up but um i think that uh i'm i'm just interested in seeing how uh, how things, you know, eventually end up, how this sort of ends. Um, I'm curious if this game is going to provide more of an argument of like, you know, cause like, cause overall, I think this game is pretty, uh, it's pretty bleak. Um, just the way the world is the world building in particular. Um, the writing in this game is excellent. Uh, it's it's so detailed it's it's like reading a novel it it really is um so you do have to have a lot of patience i've I've noticed this before but i think if you do want to delve into this game expect some sort of like a visual novel kind of thing 
um, albeit probably a bit more interactive. I've never really played a visual novel before, so I can't say. But I imagine this is more interactive in that sense. Um, But you you really have to be... You have to be patient um, if you want to take some things away from it. Of course... There are, there are a manner of ways that you can also play this game. Like, you could just kind of speed run through, like, the main story if you really wanted to, like, focus in on that. Or you could do a bunch of other things. I'm trying to do kind of a healthy dose of both, um, where I uncover certain things about the world and, you know, kind of build out this uh, universe and uh, also kind of pick up certain bits and pieces that I wouldn't have if I hadn't kind of explored certain areas which is pretty cool um there is sort of that adventure kind of exploration aspect of this game as well which i enjoy um it adds a lot of color to the world um i also you know i'm interested in i also like how you know your character and the other characters kind of react to discovering parts of the world um i really enjoy that i think that it's, it's it's very well done and um if you know if maybe it's something where uh you know if i ever wanted to kind of delve back into this game in the future you know after i beat it like maybe later down the line um that i might want to maybe you know flesh out other parts of the you know game outside of just kind of the main story but i think uh i i I feel like the main story is honestly the main story plus you know certain other aspects of the game are really enough to really like you know, hold my attention and hold sort of my um, enjoyment of of the game. Um, I think there's a lot that you can take take just from the main story of the game, but there's a lot to really delve into. Um, there's a lot of things in the world that if you don't uh, look into, you might be missing out on some things. You might be missing out on the the history of like certain areas and certain characters and um there might be a potential for you to build a relationship with someone there there's that aspect as well so i think um there's a lot of things um that i feel um add to the game uh with like the side content and stuff but i i'm i'm very I found sort of the main story itself uh, to be honestly like satisfying enough, even without it. Um, some things that I kind of want to, some other things that I wanted to sort of touch on. Um, this I think is like pretty straightforward. Um, you know, you play a cop. I think there's a lot of like, um, you know, there's a lot of um, criticism in regards to people in positions of power. I think that's very clear uh, throughout this game. Uh, uh, criticism, criticisms directed at your character uh in particular and how you know how them being a cop allows them to essentially get away with a lot of things and they're um you you know despite the mistakes that the countless mistakes that you make uh you make as the player but also what the character has already made um, that they're able to continue to uh, kind of succeed in their role as a police officer, as a cop, right? Um, I don't want to give too much away, but, you know, it, as you kind of uncover more about your character, you learn, it's like, oh, this, your, your, your character was very well, uh, it was very successful in their role and essentially was sort of like deemed like almost like a super cop in a lot of ways. 
and how when you're in a position of power like that, you have the ability to essentially fail upwards uh, because you are the authority. You are essentially, you know, uh, with your position, you are able to kind of work around the pre-established rules um, and you don't have to adhere to them necessarily because you've already established yourself, right? So it's like despite all of the failings that you may have had, <laughs> it doesn't really matter. Uh, you're good. Like it doesn't really it, – it, you're, you're honestly fine. You can just kind of continue to exist as you are, um, which I think is very interesting. Um, like it doesn't really matter how – like it, it really doesn't really matter how you go about things um, in this game. It doesn't matter if you take drugs or you beat you beat someone up or or whatever like as long as you get to the end goal of solving this murder case essentially uh you're you're good you're a good cop right so it's like the ends justify the means um if you are kind of in this position and i think that's a very interesting kind of uh you know commentary about about uh you know uh police officers and just you know authority and and that sort of thing um one more thing. Uh, I, I think it's really... Th- this is one of those aspects where I feel like I just kind of lack lack a, a bit of depth. But I, I wanted to sort of touch upon... Um, there is this historical figure in this game called Dolores Day. And uh, she's essentially... She is called the, the, mon- the mother of humanism. Um, and there was like a whole religion and movement that's like dedicated to her um after her passing um there's like a location in the game there's like a church that's like dedicated to her name um and i think it's very interesting there's there's a lot with kind of her figure uh throughout the game and i don't think i fully i've i don't think i've fully uncovered uh her significance to the world um but what what I've sort of gleamed from it so far is, you know, her, her, her essentially, the the mythos of her persona, if you want to call it that, exceeds the atrocities that she's committed. You know what I mean? Um, to the sense where you look past the the factual things that she did to certain people, right? The fact that she was responsible for uh, some forms of, like, genocide that's kind of touched upon. Um, like, there, there is this sense of being able to look past these things because her character, her larger-than-life personality overshadowed those things it outweighed those things the the way she presented herself her beauty i think is like touched upon quite a bit and sort of like emphasized um when they like look upon kind of like the glass stained window of her um which i think is very interesting um very interesting have using a real life person as this center head for a figure right you could argue like you could argue there's like kind of you know 
there's there's the obvious like Jesus illusions. Um, you know, it's like you 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 look past. Um, like I mean, I, I feel like with Jesus, it's a little different because it's it's not like I don't I don't believe. You know, I don't I don't like, maybe I need to do a little bit more research. Play. I don't believe he committed genocides or anything like that. Like, did he kill anyone? How you know how sure are we of that? Right? Like how historically. Uh, you know, certain are we of that? Like, um, but I think the 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 argument there is not necessarily it being like a criticism of Jesus Christ, but like more of a criticism is of how we view religious figures, right? Um, how these are built up to be these mythical personalities when when they were actually just in fact just as infallible as the rest of us, right? So I think there is kind of that aspect as well. Um, I think kind of the overall sense that I get, um, the overall sense that I get from the world in this game is that people are just dealing, they're, they're just surviving. They're just trying their best to do what they can to like survive and kind of, you know, kind of essentially reason continuing to exist um, I think about the, the bookkeeper or like the, the bookstore owner in this case where, you know, she's like kind of, she's sort of like struggling to, um, continue to, you know, uh, you know, exist as a business because of just like the lack of foot, you know, foot traffic coming to the bookstore and whatnot. Um, and then there's sort of and the kind of the reasoning is like, oh, this place is cursed, right? This is like the cursed, like business sector and whatnot, because it's, it's, uh, you know, in this area, there's a lot of other failed businesses that have existed in the past, but it's, it's just more like, I think it's just a lot of it is, is down to how, you know, businesses are structured, how there's like, there's this element of luck that comes you know into play there's an element of like you know uh it's 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 if like if you're not a profit driven business like there is the potential for you to bound to fail and and that sort of thing and how uh, like passions such as like board games and that sort of thing those things are not profitable because like you're simply doing it for the sake of enjoyment and not necessarily for to to generate wealth right like these are all like it's difficult to build uh, a business around like a hobby and and that sort of thing. So there's a lot of elements of that that this uh, this game touches upon, which I think is very interesting. Um, I also I think I also want to touch upon every single character I feel in this game that's presented is not like is not stupid. You know what I mean? Like they'll make dumb decisions. They'll make maybe foolish decisions or irrational decisions, but they themselves are not dumb. They have a lot of agency. Um, they are simply trying their best to exist in this world that's been fractured and divided. And that's kind of, you know, uh, the, the centerpiece of this like island city place where it's sort of separate from other parts of the world and so these people are, are just trying their best to do what they can and exist in kind of this world um um so the decisions they make i don't like while they may be irrational and while the things they may they say 
are are kind of like ridiculous at times it's like you kind you you also understand where they're coming from based on just the 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 fabric of the world and whatnot you know um that's just kind of the that's another aspect that i think is very um that i think is really cool uh i also there's a lot to to be said about like the pale um that i i i struggle to you know uh, you know come to terms with it i think that there's there's a lot of illusions that you can make to the pale you know this this fog kind of thing that exists that physically exists in the world but people can't exactly finger point what the heck it is like is it like the physical manifestation of like the divide between classes and the divide between like ethnicities and like nationalities and stuff like that that's possible is it really is it difficult to bridge the gap between people is that kind of what the pale represents is it the is it the uh, uh is it the um, collective unconscious of sorts that just sort of floats around in the world and is sort of like the manifestation of people's collective minds and, and, and ideas and and desires and whatnot that just kind of come together that sort of like just kind of exists there and but it, it's it is it undercuts everybody's ability to be connected in this very fractured world because of how much you know violence that, have, that has existed throughout the years of, of history and then war and then all these other other aspects that that you know the the, the damage of humans that they have caused is that what the pale is i don't know <laughs> i don't know um i don't know if they're they're gonna give us i don't know if i if i beat the game they're gonna give us like a clear explanation of what the pale is um i think they're just gonna leave it that i think they're gonna leave it to you know they're gonna leave it to characters interpretation of what the pale is and they're gonna leave it to the players to determine what the pale is and why it exists in this particular world of disco elysium um anyways i think i've said quite a bit (laughs) about this game um i've enjoyed it quite a lot there's a lot to take away from it there are there's still many 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 pieces that i have not uncovered um Again, I don't know if there if this is something that I would do, but if I do like a hundred percent run in the future where I uncover all the other aspects of the game, I'm sure that I would have like a very I would probably have more appreciation for other aspects of the game. Um, but I think that I I'm, I'm leaning towards completing the main mission, the main you know case uh, of the game, and uh, I'm interested in seeing how that concludes and you know how that sort of wraps up so uh i again i imagine that i'll be able to beat this sometime this week if i you know if i'm able to dedicate a little bit of time to playing this because i do want to see through the end i'm also very keen on starting up Botan kaidos i'm very excited um to play that game and i, I kind of want to start that up uh pretty soon so that's kind of like another incentive for me to uh finish disco elysium um so yeah, those are my thoughts uh, so far on Disco Elysium. I don't know if I'm going to talk about it uh, more after I beat it. I might have some more thoughts, uh, so stay tuned for that. Um, this week, man, 
one more thing before before we head off <laughs> before before I close out um there is a I, there's just this sense that there's going to be a direct this week there is a very clear there's been a lot of rumors there's been a lot of rumors and a lot of speculation about uh there being a direct this week so I am very interested in seeing uh, if that is true um people are you know pointing you know sometime this week usually how directs have been announced recently has it's like they they announce it at least like 24 hours in advance but it's like very close to when they you know actually showcase it so um i'm interested in seeing that if that does happen uh, i will obviously be talking about that so that'll be kind of the topic of discussion for for next week um anyways That is going to do it for this week's episode. Thank you for listening. This has been Save the Semantics, signing off.